And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, and why would you? This is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. I hope you, if you're watching the video, you just saw me pick up the dog. With one hand supporting his head, so picking up his with his chest, my right hand, mostly my thumb, and then with my left hand supporting his head. And boy, oh boy, I'm a strong guy. <laughs> if you don't think that was heavy on my on my thumb, <laughs> you're, you'll th- you're thinking wrong, incorrectly. Uh, episode 271, here we are, constitutionals, blah, blah, blah. Not a lot to talk about, so let's rush through it. Did I? Oh, jeez. Okay, here we go. <laughs> What's been going on? Uh, I think I told a story on um, Late Night Lately that I probably should have just told here about getting interviews for comedians. Um, uh, more or less, it was just about uh, uh, a, a, not a company, but a, a firm that was like, hey, uh, we don't do audio. We don't, we don't do audio or video for, the, for, the, for, the, for this interview. We can't offer audio or video. And I was like, well, I can't. I'm not transcribing an interview. It's not big enough for that. We only do audio and video here at C Plus Comedy. All right, uh, here we are. I'm. You know what? I'll tell you. I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little hint. Uh, not hint. A little peek into my setup, and I'm not going to show you the screens. But right now, I have audition. Usually, where it is, audition is under OBS, and usually to my complete left is Chrome. But today, I'm going to do something different. I'm doing Chrome in the top left, and I'm doing Notion in the bottom left. I'm using an app called Magnet on Mac. I think I had to buy it. I think it was like five or seven dollars, and it it snaps Windows in the same way that Windows just does it out of the box. I had to spend money to do that on Mac, which I'm not a fan of. What is this? <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so let's get into the show. What's been going? Oh, hold on. What's been going on with me? I tried to finish uh, Saw and The Purge uh, during Halloween, like the week of Halloween. I said, like the week before. So you know that twenty, Jesus, that twenty six. Uh, the, the thumbs up popped back up. I don't know how to turn that off. At one point, I found the setting, and then I was doing something, and then I just lost it again. <sighs> it's too much work to find it. <laughs> Send me the link. Um, I uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So I so the week of. Halloween. So the week prior to Halloween, that weekend going into Halloween, I thought, let's watch all these movies. So that Monday, the Monday before, the Monday, the week before, like the 22nd, let's pretend that, 23rd, I started, saw, actually no, I started the Saturday Saturday before, uh, I watched Saw 1 because I was cycling, and then I watched, no, because I, no, excuse me. I started the week the week the week before, so I started uh, the Purge one, and then a week went by, and I was like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> and then, then I watched Saw one, and then I watched uh, the Purge two, and then I watched Saw two, and then I couldn't find the Purge three, so I watched Saw three, and then I couldn't still couldn't find the Purge three, and then I gave up. <laughs> you know what? For what it's worth, I enjoy the Purge movies. Saw is a little, a little iffy. Also, Donnie Wahlberg is the star of 
Saw 2, and his story bleeds into Saw 3. I do like how they're all connected. I do like a good connected storyline. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how the Book of Spiral ties in, and I'm interested in seeing how Saw 10 is. And I want to see the rest of the Purge movies. But I have to you know, stick it out a lot of that stuff. And it really helped being on the exercise bike. <laughs> I get why people... I Okay, here's the thing. I never understood why people wanted to watch TV at home. Uh, I didn't, don't go to the gym and watch TV and work out. That's a waste of time. Don't do that. That's not motivation. That's stupid. You need to put in music or talk to people. Just literally do anything else. But when you're at home, you have all these distractions, and I get it's it's hard to go to a place, and it's hard to have that motivation. So if you're at home, I applaud you. Go ahead. Get on your bike. Get on your Peloton. Peloton now has you can watch videos and stuff. You can also do that with Hydro Row and the Peloton Tread and, and like – truly every other connected fitness device go ahead and do it watch movies watch tv shows do what you got to do because i understand now because i watch liam neeson movies specifically liam neeson movies on the bike i turn on the tv but i have the class on in front of me and it's it's doing its thing it's blasting it's blasting and then i turn the movie down had turn captions on look up every couple of minutes Oh, there's an action thing happening. Oh, Liam's in trouble. Oh, he better hobble out of there. That's how I cycle. I think it's fine. Get on a treadmill. Do it. Get on your rower. Do it. Work out and do it. Do some yoga. Have on uh, uh, Amazing Race in the background. Have on Big Brother in the background. Just don't get distracted. But don't go to the gym and look at the TVs. Don't look in the mirror. Just do the thing. Then you'll be as strong as me. <laughs> Let's get on to the first story. This one comes from Rock Paper Shotgun. Written by Matt Jarvis. Get a different name, my guy. My guy. Five years after it took on Steam, Epic Game Store is yet to make a penny for profit. Now, this is a story that's been going around this week. Uh, Epic released... And they were trying to get uh, Epic. Epic is a is a as a game creator, is a game publisher rather, and they were trying to get a slice of the revenue pie from Steam and other game stores, but mostly from Steam. And they they're releasing this like almost exactly the same games as Steam is. So I think they might have Baldur's Gate. Hold on. Now I now I feel bad for not even knowing. But they'll have Alan Wake two. They'll have uh, uh, Borderlands. They'll have Sonic Superstars, all the stuff you like. Immortals, Phoenix Rising. And the, and the hope is to stop, to not let Steam be the gatekeeper. In the same way that they're taking on Google and Apple for having their own app stores. Now this reveal came about because of the legal battle, the aforementioned legal battle with Google over uh, the former's efforts to dodge handing 30% of real-life money spent on V-Bucks in the mobile version of Fortnite to Google because Google takes a cut because it's their store. In 2020, uh, they removed uh, uh, Google removed Fortnite from the store because Epic wanted to direct players to buy in-game currency directly from them by offering a 20% discount. And and so Epic sued Google and Apple because they said their stores 
are the only way to get or like or hold on they they sued Apple because that their store was the only way to get Fortnite on iPhone uh Apple App Store and then they sued Google because of that 30% cut but you can also get Fortnite by sideloading it on uh Android now in the midst of their legal tussle the latest legal tussle Epic Game Store head Honcho Steve Allison took to the witness stand and revealed that Epic's much-touted Steam rival is yet to make a penny of profit since launching in December of 2018. As reported by The Verge, Allison said that Epic still plans for growth, having said during its similar legal fight with Apple over Fortnite microtransactions in 2021 that it hoped to claim half of all money spent on PC gaming as long as Steam didn't, quote, react to the threat, but the store is yet to make any money. Now I I mean I this is a surprise because I I, I know a lot of the Epic is a uh, they give away games free. Um, I have their I don't know if this is their launcher, but there is a there's a game launcher on Steam Deck called the Heroic Launcher. Uh, well, they have their own game launcher, but <laughs> but uh, but I definitely own games through through epic and i purchased games through epic and um i don't know if they're drm free i doubt it like uh, gog is good old gaming um but i do like i do like epic i do like their store um as bare bones as it is uh and i do like that they give away free games now that being said steam is the one where people go to steam's the one going to be that's going to be giving uh discounts on games or i don't know if they're giving discounts on games um, but that's, that's what we're, that's what we're seeing. And steam's the name steam's the name you're going to go to, you know, you're going to go to target as much as you want to support the mom and pop shop. If the mom and pop shop still has the same thing at target, I get that 5% off with my card. Boom. I want to go to target. I'll go to the mom and pop shop. I'll look around. I'll go, it's pretty nice. Let me go to my Amazon cart. Let me look at this book. It's $10 cheaper on Amazon. I may or may, I may not have done that in the past couple of weeks. <laughs> went to a bookstore, <laughs> and uh, and I went to my Goodreads and started adding things to the want to read list. <laughs> Didn't buy a thing, baby. <laughs> so Epic has, uh, they, they've they got these uh, PC gaming exclusives. They got Alan Wake 2, Assassin's Creed Mirage. They're giving them uh, uh, money back on games via Epic's rewards. I don't know. I didn't know that was a thing. They've done their best to give back to the developers. They, they're, they're saying, hey, we're going to give developers up to 100% of revenue for six months if you launch your game exclusively on the Epic Game Store. But in the same at the in the same vein, in September they had to lay off eight hundred people. They had to they talk that was that was due to financial uh, financial sustainability because of all this Fortnite business. Now that's been stymied by slower than expected growth for its battle royale shooter turned digital music festival. I don't understand how Epic plans on making money at this point uh i want to continue giving them support i think they should uh i think they should start going drm free uh i think i see i don't know that's the problem i don't know if they are or not uh and 
And really, you know, they can only go so far with this. So behind them is the Unreal Engine. They also have Fortnite. So they have these two big, these two big time things. But is that? Geez, I should stop doing that. The more the, these video effects are insane. Apple, but is that enough? Is that enough to help them make money? Is Rocket League enough for them to pull in? Do people still play Rocket League? Is Fortnite enough? How can they make more money off of that? That's not V-Bucks. I, I, I don't know a solution there. All right, this next one comes from The Hollywood Reporter written by Alex Weprin. Sirius XM lowers price. You know, let me tell you something. Working at CNN, obviously I'm watching a lot more news, uh, uh, which is a part of the lifestyle, I guess. Uh, but I did that when I was at NBC's affiliate here in Atlanta. And uh, not the Weather Channel, though. <laughs> um, but it is it's very interesting when they do stories about the SAG after strike, which is now over, thank goodness. Which will, I think it, did I not put that in here? <laughs> I'm sitting here going, what are the stories that I don't have yet? <laughs> And I only have four stories. I'm trying to, I'm trying to lengthen out uh, uh, the 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 what what the heck is what the heck I'm talking about. Jesus. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we'll get to we'll get to that in a second. Oh my god, that makes me feel so stupid. What is this? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying to drag something up from the iPad because that's the only way for for me to. I am so stupid. I am just like, why Why isn't this working? Why don't I have any uh, ideas? All right. Okay, so anyway. Uh, oof, well. Okay. Um, but what? But where does that leave them? Anyway. I love, but I, I love seeing, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, uh, people, when they're talking about SAG stuff, and we're doing SAG interviews and stuff on CNN, uh, it's it's very funny to hear a name. Not Alex. It wasn't Alex Weprin, but uh, let's pretend it was Alex Weprin. Hollywood Report is Alex Weprin here live with us. And then I look up and I see this person. I go, "Wow, I never thought I would see this person <laughs> and know what they look like." But I've been reading their byline for years. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, all right. So let's get back to this. Boop, 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 doo, doop, boop, boop, All right. Sirius XM lowers price, reboots to take on streaming music rivals with human-created focus. CEO Jennifer Witz tells THR that the company is betting the new app can serve as, quote, a complimentary audio service to other offerings. Now, let's get that out of the way right here. I have a Sirius XM subscription, and that is exactly how I use it. I use it very much complimentary. I When I'm in the car, I don't listen to podcasts anymore. Um, uh, or sometimes, uh, but it's mostly like it's serious XM. I don't, I don't want to, I, there, while there is music downloaded to my phone, it's not necessarily the music I go to because, uh, I'm so bored <laughs> with music. <laughs> I just like, I just want to, I want to get something new. So that it only stands to reason that, uh, that I get, uh, that I find, I find something that uh, I like. I'm having the, the toughest time pulling up the link from my from my uh, phone from my um, 
from the iPad to the gosh darn computer. Anyway, and so I do see it as complimentary. It doesn't have the best streaming quality, even though I put it at high quality. And you can't download things. But in those times when I'm about to take a shower or when I just need to play something and I and whatever's on my phone or I just don't want to choose what's on YouTube music, I just want to listen to something, I boom, go to SiriusXM. That's me swiping up from the home screen on my phone or the iPad. Swipe up, scroll over to my folder that says music, tap on it. There's like seven apps in there. And then I hit on SiriusXM. And I then I'll go 90s on 9, 80s on 8. Yacht Rock Radio, Classic Rock. Now I have Flex 2K. We have new channels. We'll get to that in a second. I'm so excited. And the way I found out about the new channels is not interesting, but I thought it was very fun for me. Uh, okay. So they so Jennifer thinks, hey, we're gonna they're trying to find the next generation of subscribers because I mean the people who subscribe to SiriusXM are gonna be an older crowd, older generation, and then me, uh, beautiful, handsome man. She says, we have a lot of our consumers, our subscribers streaming today outside of the car, and the app was originally designed basically as a companion to what you have in the car. And she's right. And they're going to redesign the car app as well. I don't know how that's going to happen for older cars. Obviously, that's not going to mean anything for someone driving a 2018 Kia Nero. <laughs> but uh, so they rolled out their new platform. They have new pricing changes. It's going to be $10 per month, which is a dollar cheaper than before. And uh, apparently undercuts Apple and Spotify music, but whatever. Uh, Apple music and Spotify. Um, and uh, But it would be a good compliment. I mean, you spend $20 per month on on both serv- on two services. I think that'd be, especially if you like music a lot. Or if you have um, Cubuzz, Cubuzz and SiriusXM or, you know, just something. They have a new Kelly Clarkson channel. They moved a lot of channels around, which really is not fascinating to anyone but me. So here's how I found out that that all this was happening. Uh, it wasn't a press release. It wasn't an email. It wasn't a news story. I was coming back from the gym, or I was going to the gym. One of those doesn't matter. And uh, so it's like it's like four thirty in the morning, and. I go, I want to listen to, uh, I think it was Shade 45. I was on um, uh, Sirius XM Fly. And uh, my phone was plugged in, and so I so I couldn't see the, the channel numbers. They changed Sirius XM Fly to 50 from like, 40, like, from like uh, 48 or 47 to 50. 47 to 50. And I keep pressing down, and I go, like, oh, it's taking a long time to get to, <laughs> to, get to, to, get to Shade 45. And because uh, it's not programmed in there, because there's only so many channels you can put. I can only program 40. So I started, so I go down and uh, and then I run into what I think it is. And it says, and it just goes, Flex 2K is coming at 1 p.m. today. And I was like, there's new channels? And so I start, I start going through and I go, oh my God, there's two new channels. And then I get to the gym and I Google uh, uh, what's going on. They're launching so many channels. They got Kelly Clarkson. They got uh, a Shaggy channel. They renamed the Motown channel to Smokey Robinson. They got a, uh, the limited time channels are fine, whatever. Uh, and I just thought, whoa, that's amazing. That's it. That's the story. 
Uh, Sirius XM cut a deal with Hilton to make its content available in the chain's hotel rooms and Amazon's Audible to bring its audio content to Sirius and vice versa to some to some of its audio content. Um, they they turn hard in the podcast and they turn hard in, hard in the audio. They turn hard in the audio. And I, I love this new direction. It's it's a couple years too late. They have a new logo, and I want to see where this goes because I do think there's room for satellite radio. And as as she put it, it can it can be a good compliment. Maybe I'll just search this. I'll just type in because this is on the iPad. Ha <laughs> ha! I found it, baby. I mean, just look at this. I played music. Music is so it can be it can be as good as you want it to be if you listen to a lot of things, or it can be the same thing over and over again. I got home from grocery shopping, and I get out of that bag, Nova. <laughs> she's gonna hop in there and she's gonna fall off. Uh, I I got home from grocery shopping this morning, and I sit down at the computer to edit some videos. And I uh, only fans and, <laughs> and there's a Google Home Max right next to me. And I go play and I'm just singing a song in my head that I heard on Sirius XM. And it's round here by the Counting Crows. Because it was just playing and I was like, I had to listen to that song again because it's so good. And I come in from the car, put it down, I put my stuff down. I go, I'm singing around here and I go play around here. It plays around here and then it plays so many great songs. It plays R.E.M. It plays the Cranberries. It plays you, uh, not you two, excuse me. Uh, it plays uh, Foo Fighters. This is what music can be, and it's all from my YouTube music account. But I got, I, but initially started from the Sirius XM. I love it. The app does need some reworking, and I would love to be able to download uh, videos or download shows. Or if it's if if Phoebe Bridgers has her monthly show. I would love to not have to listen to five hours worth of show in order to get just to her talking. All right. Uh, Speaking of apps, the merged Disney Plus and Hulu app was going to be launching next month only for bundle subscribers, and it's going to be in beta. Again, we knew the the Disney Plus Hulu merger was going to happen at some point. They have to close the deal, and now this app is coming in. Again, the deal is they're buying Comcast, NBC Universal's uh, 33% stake of Hulu for $8.6 billion. And that that's the thing. So now they're gonna. It's gonna, Disney's gonna have full control of Hulu. Hulu used to be a Switzerland for uh, shows to go, not so much anymore. Um, but. This all comes from Bob Iger, who says, We remain on track to roll out a more unified one-app experience, domestically making extensive general entertainment content available to bundle subscribers via Disney+. Plus. So that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to get Archer on Disney+. Plus, But we will see Blackish, the Goldbergs. Um, what else do they own? Um, Family Guy. I mean, I don't know Family Guy. But Futurama, you know? things Things along those lines. So it's going to be a beta version. It's going to launch in December, and it's going to be for people who already subscribe to the Disney bundle. It's going to launch in December for subscribers of the two-service bundle. Oh, uh, what does that mean for ESPN Plus people, too? 
I have the Disney bundle. Uh, giving parents time to set up parental controls, according to Iger, who explained that Disney Plus customers will be able to access adult-oriented Hulu content. So I, that could mean Archer ahead of the official launch in spring 2024 around late March. The company expects Hulu on Disney Plus to result in increased engagement, greater ad revenue, reduced customer acquisition costs, and lower churn. But I don't, I don't necessarily think that is the case because there's so much on Hulu. It wouldn't make sense for everything. Now, does that mean, does that mean the Hulu, the stuff that Disney produces, the Hulu stuff? The the show. Uh, let me let me let me go to Hulu dot Hulu dot com. Let me go to the Hulu app on my phone. Uh, does that mean? Oh, Fool's Paradise is on Hulu. I'm not gonna watch that. Does that mean? Uh, so so Into the Woods is a Disney movie, and that's on Hulu right now. But does that mean? Just Hulu shows. You know, Hulu FX on Hulu. That stuff. Fargo. Does that mean? Uh, the Bachelor, Goosebumps. Does that mean that's going to go to Disney Plus? Whereas shows that are produced by other people, Lego Masters, uh, uh, American Dad. Uh, 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 I can't. This is a lot of Disney stuff. Jersey Shore. Is that stuff just going to live only on Hulu? Who knows? We'll see. We'll see you in spring. They're doing this one app experience, and I just, I don't like it. We're only going to have six apps in the future, and they're all going to be over $20. All right. Disney offers the price discounted bundle of Disney Plus and Hulu with ads for $9.99 and uh, $20 without ads, but currently customers can use separate apps to stream each one. Must use separate apps to stream each one. Now, this, the big thing is this will help Hulu become a global brand. You can't get Hulu across the seas. You can't get it in Africa. You can't get it in Japan. Well, I mean, well, I mean you can't get it in Japan, but it's licensed to Nippon TV. But you can't get it in a lot of places. And now this is going to help easily for people to be able to watch The Bear, you know, on Stars on Hulu, which is the um, Indian's... Uh, India, excuse me, India's version of Hulu. The standing theory on Wall Street is that Disney, even after securing operational control over Hulu, has avoided launching it outside the U.S. in order not to increase Hulu's value, which would mean paying Comcast more. Interesting. That's a good. That's a good. Good plug. Good plan. You know what? I don't have to do Grammy nominations because this is not that type of show. So now that the strike has ended, this comes from Variety, Michael Schneider. What are streaming residuals now, and how many episodes will shows have this season? I'm going to type it. i got to put this in. Strike questions answered. All right. Oh, post-strike questions answered. That's what I should do. This is not fun for anybody, but I don't care. i got to do yoga in a second. I walk the dog, then do yoga. It's about to rain. It might be raining. The end. <laughs> so how long until these shows and uh, Mr. Schneider has answered, uh, how long until these shows and films can get back up and running? For a lot of these shows and, and movies, um, for show, yeah, shows and movies, uh, I think Deadpool 2, I saw, Deadpool 3, I saw can start the week before Thanksgiving. 
Um, some some things have already gotten. I know. I know for a lot of when the when the WGA when the writer strike ended, uh, I know a lot of those things. People went back to work the next day. So I'm going to assume that when these schedules are, you know, hopefully built out, that people can start as early as next week or the week after, which is the first week of Thanksgiving or whatever. You have to find studio space. I mean, like, writing is way different than the actual production side. So you have to find studio space. You got to find uh, 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 actors have to be ready to work, you know. They have to. <laughs> I think she sees herself. Uh, they have to be ready to work. They have to find locations. So that's that's how long it has to uh, 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 be able to, or ha- that's that's how that happens. Uh, broadcast series are you know set to be going first because shows like Night Court are multi-camera and. They can be done in, in a short amount of time. They're basically plays. Some series already have completed scripts. We're just waiting for a sag after deal uh, to be hammered out or ironed out, whatever. When will we start to see programs that went back into production post-strike? Here's the thing. Some of those shows have already been, or like we're in the middle of shooting and they had to shut down or they didn't even start. Uh, and it is possible for shows to be rolling out in uh, early December, but they have episode order fills, episode orders to fill. So shows like uh, uh, that are on broadcast that haven't started, you're probably gonna start seeing those in as early as spring next year, March. You know, late winter, early spring. Uh, I would be surprised if uh, any any shows did not start airing now. Stop it, video thing. But if cameras can start rolling this week, next week, then we can start seeing uh, January. We can start seeing March. But it's all up to the studios and, and things like that, oddly enough. Now, how many episodes will my uh, favorite TV seasons have? Got to tell you, I have to tell you, uh, everything is now going to be between 8 to 13 episodes. You'll be lucky if you get 16. But everything is going to be short. Law and Order, uh, uh, Night Court, everything. Everything is going to be short. Abbott Elementary. Everything's going to have these cable-like seasons. How will the end of Strikes Impact Awards season that's going to be interesting uh, because the Oscar campaigns are different. And uh, before, you know, when Oscar movies would start coming out around now, uh, we couldn't have people go out and talk about the movies. So Oppenheimer, Barbie, what have you, uh, those things are, I mean, you're those things are going to be the ones nominated. We're going to get the Oscars more or less the same date. But the a lot of things were delayed. The Emmys were delayed. They're taking place on uh, January 15th. Um, uh, the daytime Emmys are, can now move on. And the, you know, it's, that's when, that's when we're going to start seeing, you know, those award shows is sometime next year. Kind of compacted. And, and you're, you're only going to see things that came out mid strike or prior to the strike. 
anything post-strike is just going to have to be held off until next year. What does this mean for artificial intelligence and actors? According to Variety, key wins for the guild included a requirement that if a synthetic character included recognizable faces, uh, features of real-life actors, studios must get permission from those actors. Also, the union won a consent requirement for the use of dead actors' images. I know Robin Williams does not allow for his voice or likeness to be used at all. And that he set that up with Aladdin. So that was decades ago. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I just, I think that's, those are all smart moves. And we got streaming residuals post-strike. A successful show is one that attracts viewers amounting to the equivalent of 20% of a platform subscriber base in the first 90 days, which means if you like a show, if you want to support an actor, watch it. Under the WGA deal, writers on successful streaming shows will get a 50% bonus on their standard residual. Sagatra says that the bonus will be worth around $40 million. The bonus will be worth 100% of an actor's residual. So 50% of a writer, 100% of an actor. With some going to actors on those shows and the remainder of the fund uh, to a fund jointly administered by the employers and the union. It's going to be distributed uh, uh, broadly among actors on a range of streaming shows, not just the most popular ones. So um, if a show is performing better than – if one show is performing better than a smaller show, then that smaller show is going to see a little bit of kickback from the bigger show on that same platform. And that would, that would only be for – I don't know if that includes shows like – if, like if – let's go to Netflix, for instance um, – if that includes shows like like if a show like uh, 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 I don't know Life on Our Planet is doing well and it helps out a, a smaller show like Lupin. I don't know if Lupin is a smaller show, but it helps out a smaller show like Lupin. You can see what's in my list. <laughs> then you know if if that is the case. But then also, if that means, because those are both Netflix-produced shows, but does that mean, like, Suits, if that's performing well, does that help out, you know, a show like uh, uh, Dracula? <laughs> Couldn't think of it. Couldn't find a show fast enough. All right, that's it. That's all we got. Listen, there was, there was Grammy noms, and I d- don't really care. And there's also another story, but uh, maybe I'll save that for news time. Hey, listen, if you like what you heard here, head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where I talk to uh, comedians, famous people, all the time. You can also go to uh, youtube.com slash comedy to watch a video version of this show. Video version is great. You see a lot of shenanigans with animals in the background. See how dark it's getting outside at 525 at night. Evening. Early evening. I gotta go walk the dog. Uh, you can uh, also. What is going on? Why is this popping? Why am I doing this? You can also go to uh, uh, listen to the other podcast where you can also watch the video versions of the show. Jesus. Where you can where you can uh, on YouTube.com slash comedy slash you can also subscribe to the other podcasts, Late Night Lately, the Late Late Night Show Show, as well as uh, what is going on. And uh, the Constitutionals podcast, um, oh, excuse me, and uh, LinkedIn Logs, which is the uh, uh, premier business show, job show, whatever. 
Video versions, youtube.com slash people's comedy. Uh, what else? What else? What else? That's it. Oh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at C plus comedy, me, at Chad Black White. Thank you for listening. I got to go. I'm tired of this.